When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When she stepped in front of the old lady grandma dragon, I was like, no, please, I don't. <laughs> please, no. <laughs> what is Are people calling her like Meemaw? Yeah. <laughs> Meemaw dragon. <laughs> Meemaw Vagar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Costume Blogcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. Spencer Williams. That's some hype valerian for you, Elizabeth. Okay, Spencer. <laughs> wow, I studied for you. <laughs> <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. Dude, is that really on Duolingo? Yes, I've been doing it every day for about five to ten minutes, but I realized uh, after a sober day yesterday, I was like, Maybe I should start learning Spanish because I don't think Valerian's going to get me very far, especially the way you just reacted to my first bit of. <laughs> I was I was very confused. I didn't understand what was happening for a second. And then I remembered. Oh, but aside from uh, that, how's it going? It's going good. I just saw Harry Styles the other night. So that I was fun. I saw. That was a good time. Um, needed my Saturday to recover from that. I didn't peg you for a Harry Styles fan. I mean, his music's amazing. He's amazing. And then, like, everyone's right. Once you're there in his presence, something, like, really feral takes over your body. And I just, yeah. Some- I was one of those... I was one of those people in the parking lot that was, like, almost on the verge of tears. Something feral? Also because it took... <laughs> something feral spencer okay you don't understand until you go through it i'm sure everyone listening is nodding their head right now okay. i'm gonna trust you i don't really <laughs> but i will <laughs> how are you i'm fine i went to a drag brunch yesterday so that was oh, wow. that was a lot of fun that was fun lots of drinks lots of drinks they had like lots of mimosas, but they had a mimosa called the bitchy witchy mimosa. <laughs> and I loved it was like it was purple and sparkly and it had like oh. some blueberries thrown in there. So that was fun. Wow, that sounds good right now. I'm thirsty. It was, it was at a bar a bar called the Fainting Goat, which I found hilarious. Oh, where is this? <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Where do you think? <laughs> well, um, Elizabeth, some good news. Yeah. We have a special guest with us today who is one of our guest hosts. She is one of our good friends. She's also a contributor at the Art of Costume. She runs so many cool blogs. She works in the industry. Our friend, 
Emily Stipchak. Welcome, Emily. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Good to We're be here. We're so excited for you to join us. <laughs> How's it going? I'm excited to be here. It's going well. It's busy, you know. Last yeah, time Halloween. Friend. yeah, Halloween weekend. <laughs> Crazy time. Did you do anything fun this weekend besides do this with us? Uh, yeah, this is the only fun thing that's in my life right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty up there, though. Good, good. Um, my friend had a Halloween party last night, which was pretty fun. Ooh. Tell us about it, because I was clearly in bed. Elizabeth was at drag brunch, so I need to live through you. <laughs> well, I spent the day trying to figure out my last minute Halloween costume. Nice. Been there. Yep, it was a struggle, but we we did it. I used most of my friends' clothing and wigs, and I was Wanda, you know, Cosmo and Wanda. Nice. <laughs> to, my boyfriend was supposed to be Cosmo, but there was an issue. <laughs> oh, come on, we, we couldn't find We couldn't find the stuff in time, so I was divorced, Wanda. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wanda is the best part of the Fairly Odd Parents. Let's just all admit that. This is true. Yeah. Oh this God. is true. <laughs> uh, with that being said, we brought Emily here because we have a huge episode ahead of us. Yeah. A million and two costumes, and we need someone who's an expert in all things Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. That being said, Elizabeth, we're watching House of the Dragon. Yes. <laughs> Emily, what did you think? Um, That ending, so good. Right. And the costumes were chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I mean, this show was amazing. I feel like. We all were kind of nervous. I don't know, because Game of Thrones didn't end very well for some people. I'm not one of those people. I still think it's I fun. Am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so there was a lot of pressure on the House of the Dragon. If it would have been bad, it would have been over. You know, Game of yeah. Thrones would have been totally done. And it exceeded expectations for me. It definitely exceeded <laughs> expectations. I mean, I was excited as soon as they announced that Matt Smith was going to be in it. I was like, okay, yeah. well, this, <laughs> like, at least I'll have Matt Smith, even if nothing else is good. And then they just, like, blew it out of the water. Oh, my God. I was actually, like, when I heard it was Matt Smith, I was, like, unsure about it. And then... really. Uh, so I haven't seen him in a ton of stuff, which is probably my problem. But oh, okay. when I saw him, like first episode, I was like, oh, God, he's so good. So <laughs> yeah, <good. laughs> he was perfect. They did a great job. Uh, I was kind of in the same camp as Emily. I was like, Matt Smith. And then I saw Morbius and I was like, Matt Smith. And then this came out and I was like, Matt Smith. <laughs> you never bet against Matt Smith. <laughs> he is superb. <laughs> but before we spoil anything, Spencer, do you want to give a summary? I do. Nearly 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones, the Targaryens and the realm are divided by King Viserys' decision to name his daughter Rhaenyra heir to the realm. Despite having sons by his second wife, after years of tension, miscommunication, and Alicent's pettiness, I wonder who wrote this, the House of the Dragon is on the brink of civil war. And that is House of the Dragon. Elizabeth, did you write this summary? <laughs> yeah, I did. 
Hey, it's spoilers <laughs> from here on out. And like, I'm sorry, this is all Allison's pettiness because she just could not go talk to her friends back in the day. That's all. That's all this is. So true. It's a very bad game of telephone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But um, let's get to the good part and go behind the wardrobe. We have series creators, Ryan J. Condal and George R.R. Martin with costume designer Jenny Tamim, which Spencer, hey. we've had her on the show before for the Black Widow episode. Uh, yeah, we're big fans of Jenny. She does not miss with her costumes. She doesn't. And you can tell that just from her notable work of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Bridget Jones' Diaries, Edge of Reason, Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire, Children of Men, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which she got a Costume Designers Guild Award, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2. Part 2, she also got a Costume Designer Guild Award for Skyfall, another Costume Designer Guild Award. Judy and Black Widow. And I think like 90% of the Harry Potter she worked on got nominated for Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny does not miss. She is a costume killer. Um, Yeah, just beautiful work. And when I heard she was attached to this show, I was like, I'm so ready. They needed someone like her because they had to create... 2,500 costumes for the show. So they couldn't have somebody who was messing around. (laughs) And uh, Jenny told Tadler that she wanted to create a beautiful version of something that viewers would be interested in wearing themselves. One way people connect with characters is if who they see on screen resembles them in some way. So you need to draw inspiration from many places. So she was like, we are recapturing this audience. (laughs) (laughs) Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. And the showrunners also were like, okay, we got to recapture this audience, create a whole new look. Because Jenny said to Vanity Fair France that right away, the showrunner said to me, it's spring. Winter hasn't arrived yet. It wasn't winter's coming, but spring is there. In Game of Thrones, there were a lot of black and gray colors. They wanted renewal, which you can totally see in this show. When For the episodes, you can see. That totally makes sense. Now that I'm thinking back on it, Game of Thrones was very dark. You would never see like bright reds like Rhaenyra wears or bright greens. That would have been startling in Game of Thrones. No, like when I thought about that, like even thinking of like uh, Daenerys, you never see her in a bright red. It's always like very dark reds she like she wears and she never wears anything fully red in the show i don't think um but in this they they have color left right and center uh also in terms of creating a whole new look uh janice spoke to vanity fair france some more saying the story takes place at the height of the targaryen civilization so to show it i used a lot of elements from the renaissance and I also worked on a lot of oriental elements like long Moroccan earrings or the gold of the Byzantines. I had other underlying influences for the cuts. For example, I found a samurai skirt and thought the character of Matt Smith absolutely had to wear a skirt. 
a warrior in pants is boring. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like pulling out all the stops for this show. That's a solid quote. (laughs) But talking of Matt Smith's character, Spencer, should we take a little break before we jump in to Damon? Yeah, I need to take a little break uh, and start putting my dragon eggs on the fire or something. I don't know. Yeah, if, if we're going to take over the world, Spencer, you got to start hatching those dragon eggs. <laughs> Emily, are you ready for this? I am. I think I am. <laughs> Definitely am. Okay, good, good. Good, good. We'll be back. What's up, costume nerds? This is Spencer, co-host and producer of the Art of Costume blogcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We greatly appreciate all the support. If you want to continue in your support, you can become a costume maven at patreon.com slash theartofcostume. There we post unheard bloopers, highlights, and bonus episodes for our costume mavens. You can even chat with other listeners and vote on future episodes. Head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume and subscribe now. to the house of the dragon oh yeah <laughs> the show starts with this crazy opening it's all of 15 seconds long but already i already knew we were in for something amazing um it is at the king's moment where he's supposed to choose his next heir should have been renice but he chose good old viserys and you know starts the whole story but just i wanted to talk about this real quick because i don't know what you guys thought but when i saw all these costumes i already was like yeah this is gonna be awesome yeah this like you said it's like 15 seconds but that first 15 seconds tells you everything it's like okay this is gonna be messy and there's gonna be drama and everybody's gonna look gorgeous yeah all the way through 100 percent. and the kid just the king sitting on his throne so regal and then it doesn't it like zoom out and you see more yeah, yeah, you see like all the soldiers lining the room and people and the sets and it's it's crazy. So good. I want to go back and watch it now because I don't really right? remember. <laughs> like this first episode <laughs> was such a whirlwind and now looking back at everything we've gone through. Um, yeah. Probably after this podcast, I will. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Um, It's just like, dang, looking at this, I'm like, all of this messiness could have been avoided if they he just named his daughter heir. Because then yeah. she already had her son. He would have been next in line. Everybody would have been happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one person who is never happy, we have Damon. Oh, man. I became a fast Damon fan. I think by the first episode, I already was like, okay, no, that's not true. Second episode. Because first episode is when he does that uh, street cleaning. He's a little moment. bratty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Which, like, I, I'm like kind of upset with how much I like Damon, but like, you can't help but love him. And Ginny really loved Damon. Uh, she talked to Vanity Fair about him a little bit. She said 
He was sublime to dress. A sexy villain is superb. I love dressing men in general, doing men's tailoring. I can't stand the shapeless baggy trend. I love a well-drawn body. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like ready to dress Matt Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Emily, what did you think of Damon's costumes? I love them, especially, I mean, even these three pictures, just that the detail in the middle um, and his, what was mm-hmm. the armor that he wore when he got the note from the king? And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. a meme now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so solid. I just love all the textures. Um, yeah. I love the use of dragon scale and all the Targaryen looks. Yeah. Um, yes. But I think my favorite was that knight armor he wears. That is some solid armor. I love some good armor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the armor in this was excellent. Um, Janine told Tattler, even though I loved the armor, it was difficult to design Damon's armor, especially because I thought it was extremely important. When it comes to his helmet, I didn't want to do just any kind of mask. I wanted to create a sexy dragon. (laughs) Helmets aren't the prettiest and it's hard to create a beautiful face on a mask, but we succeeded. Uh, yeah, I agree. That armor was so cool. I was in. Uh, same. And like, I love all the detail, the dragon face and just how it changes in each situation. Like the fancy like knight armor for a tournament, the like really bulky gold cloak where it's like, yeah, I'm here to be intimidating. And then the much more practical, like, at-war armor. Like, he has an armor for every occasion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The armor he wears to go meet the crab feeder. That's Mm -hmm. some solid. Uh, So good. Yeah, just so good. (laughs) I will say my only thing is Damon's wigs are just, they take me out of it, like, ever so slightly. Till the end. Yeah, by the end, you you get used to it. But that first time you see him, you're like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> no, like Matt Smith, you're kind of like long hair on Matt Smith, like not the biggest fan. No. But like it by the end, like they've got a good look for him. Um, but also like that's part of like kind of like Damon's evolution because it's like he's got like his rebellious, like younger Targaryen, like brother phase where he's just like trying to win his brother's approval but like in his way not the way that would actually work and then he acts like he doesn't care and like goes off across the sea which i like because like you during that time period he never wears anything like black or red like nothing to indicate he's a targaryen because he's like well i'm never gonna be king so bye (laughs) and then he comes back around and he's back in black and looks better than ever (laughs) (laughs) and now he's just like our favorite husband who also abuses Rhaenyra but like (laughs) (laughs) I think between seasons we all need to take a a hard look at ourselves as to why (laughs) (laughs) we all like Damon so much (laughs) really sad (laughs) somebody I don't ever feel bad about liking is king viserys like what a what a sweet old man he's such a lovable guy i just i saw in him like there was times where he did things and you're like that wasn't a good decision (laughs) but but like 
he honestly has good heart, like through all of these decisions, except for the very first episode, kind of a rough episode for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but from that point forward, you could just see that he's just really over the family drama and just wants things to be peaceful and move on. That's why they call him Viserys the Peaceful. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's that cool of a name, but I respect <laughs> it. But he's like, hey, I kept shit calm. Can any of you say the same? Yeah. But Janine also loved dressing Viserys. She said, I readapted him for the long sleeveless jackets that suit men so well. I used it for the Death Eaters and Harry Potter. It gave them a real elegance. Men walk elegantly as soon as they wear a long jacket. They show their silk, caress their velvet. I noticed the same coquetry in the actresses as in the actors. So she was like, I'm making him look good so that he is regal and like loves his clothes which he does he dresses well yeah i love his costumes i especially love um all of his shoulders too what is that like shoulder cut that they do so well in game of thrones like the slight i don't know don't badass know. sleeve it's like a badass game of thrones sleeve i don't know how to explain it but it's <laughs> That's just <cool>. the name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a variation of like a cap sleeve i think yeah, yeah. Um, and I do love all the studying in Viserys' looks. Um, it did remind me of the Death Eaters, which is pretty badass, too, because the yeah. Death Eaters use, like, a lot of studying. So I see that in Viserys. I like it because it's, like, pretty simple. Well, it looks like it's simple, but it has, it actually has a lot of detail to it. And it's, like, I don't know, I feel like it fits him because he's not one for, like, crazy over-the-top fashion statements right mm -hmm. yeah definitely it's a little bit more like cool and collected it's all about the small details what he should have been wearing was some armor sitting on that chair though because clearly that was a mistake for him <laughs> uh yeah yeah he he did not some judge well <laughs> some protective wear <laughs> uh who should also be wearing some protective wear now auto hightower <laughs> <laughs> yeah to protect from who you <laughs> uh from me from rainiera is coming after his ass you know she is now <laughs> yeah auto hightower sucks yeah really one of the worst characters yeah i think i hate him more than anyone else in the show by far whenever i yeah. see even Kristen cole I think it's Sir Cole and then him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still Otto and then Sir Cole for me. I okay. guess. Yeah, because he's manipulated Allison within like an inch of her yeah. life. <laughs> yes. He, he's the reason for all of this to me. Yeah. He is the problem. Allison and Kristen are just like a part of his master plan. That's Ugh. true. I feel gross. <laughs> I feel gross. <laughs> uh, that's true. And uh, when Janie was talking to Vanity Fair France, uh, she talked a lot about like how she collaborates with actors. And when she was dressing Reese, who played Otto Hightower, um, she said she ended up having a conversation where he told her, I want a collar between Carl Lagerfeld and the shirt I wear an Ibiza. 
It was his way of telling me he wanted a collar that was a bit higher, but still open. He, however, he cannot wear armor. It suffocates him physically. So we made a half armor. It's very important to listen to actors and bring the costumes to life. I don't work for Madame Tussauds. <laughs> so she was like, I need to work with these people to make it something they're comfortable in. But that also, you know, works for the show. And I got to say, I like the high open collar because it makes him even more menacing than he already is. Yeah. <laughs> the auto costume is pretty nice. I will give him that. It does look very sophisticated. Mm -hmm. He does look a little bit more wise and scholarly. Um, I love the textiles. It kind of reminds me of what Tyrion wears in Game of Thrones, actually, who they both end up being Hand of the King. Yeah. yeah I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And because it, it's like until he's like pushing Allison to like, you know, overthrow Rhaenyra, like he is like he's a smart guy. Like he does seem to want the best until he's thrown out because he like can't get past the fact that his grandsons won't be, you know, king. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because we have sweet young Allison <laughs> played by Emily uh, Carey. Ugh, I miss this Allison. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> I thought young Allison was so cool. I mean, she obviously makes horrible decisions. <laughs> but I I do not hate Allison as much as everyone else hates Allison. I I hate older Allison. I don't hate this younger Allison. <laughs> there's there's like a difference. There's a difference. I felt bad for the younger Allison. Yes. Absolutely. But like I love her wardrobe because it really shows like a transition from like just this young, noble woman, very modest, covered up, you know, very light colors to, you know, as soon as the king dies, her dad's like, put on your mother's gowns, which, <laughs> you know, very dark colors, a bit like a bit more revealing, like pulled closer to the body, like very, very mature compared to like her loose cuts with like the long sleeves she like long billowy sleeve she was wearing before. Yeah. My favorite costume of hers is that blue one that has all the like rectangular cutouts in the collar. That's a beautiful that's a, one. Yeah. That's a beautiful dress. And one of her more, I guess I see more pictures of the, pictures of this one on the internet than any others. Yeah. Cause it's really, it's really a beautiful gown and it, it's like sexy and revealing in like a game of Thrones way. I feel like that's yeah. like what it was. <laughs> but then as she's queen, Jeannie uh, told Grazia, when Allison is first married and she is being a nice wife before she discovers things are rotten in her kingdom, she is dressed up in black and red as a queen. Because mm. she was like, I'm a Targaryen now. Like, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm supposed to do. Dress in red and black to support my king. Right. She said we could act the part for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> because she's not acting. At first she no. really is like as enthusiastic as one could be. She is ready to go for it. Um, mm -hmm. you know, she's a family person. She wants to have kids. Dress like I mean, who doesn't want to be the queen of Westeros? Yeah, she doesn't like she doesn't think twice about the fact that Rainier is gonna like inherit the kingdom. She's just like trying to be a good wife and mother. 
But um, I do love her cuts because they're like, they're very maternal. They're very modest. Like even her, like her V-neck is very like, it, it only seems extreme. It's not really. It's actually quite shallow. She has all like these squared off necklines, like nothing, nothing revealing at all about her costumes. Right. Uh, Emily, what did you think of young Allison's costumes? <laughs> I really liked them. I, this like i liked the um the one that had like the woven top the white one which she wore to the tournament oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah i like that woven detail and i liked that you could see the change from when she like her the change in her mindset through her costume um later on right that's a very good point actually i think for her more than any other character you could see her mindset through her costumes especially when she switches to that green dress um before they switch uh, before they go through the aging up process yeah (laughs) absolutely and for that green dress uh janine actually got a lot of inspiration from queen elizabeth's very vibrant wardrobe uh she said to grazier in this world one of the only ways for allison to express themselves is color I remember when Queen Elizabeth wore a blue hat in the middle of Brexit. That was her subtle way of saying she was against Brexit. So if Queen Elizabeth is doing it, why shouldn't Allison appear in a full green to say, no, I am a Hightower before I am a Targaryen? So I was like... (laughs) That's badass costume design right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen all the comparisons? First of all, I love this dress. It's a beautiful dress. The second I saw it, I was like, wow, that's like a showstopper. Yeah. But have you seen all the comparisons of this Allison to like Fiona and Shrek? Yeah. I mean, you have yeah. to see yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all, all the Shrek House of Dragon comparisons in general are hilarious. <laughs> it's it's just so there, like you can't look away because there's something in Shrek for everything that happens in House of the Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was also another thing that happens in Shrek and House of the Dragon: a wedding for Allison, but we don't get to see it. And I'm totally gonna buy the box set because. There is what? this beautiful oh, yeah. wedding gown. Uh, Janine Whoa. told Vanity Fair that there's one costume missing because the scene was cut. Allison's wedding dress. That's a shame. She was white with red sleeves to show that she was part of the family, House Targaryen. You shouldn't cry for a costume that goes away, but hey, I really cried. Oh. <laughs> this is a gorgeous piece and i'm so sad we don't get to see it i would cry too it's so beautiful i can't believe we got the foot fetish scene but not the (laughs) wedding scene right right (laughs) i'm like i'm sorry we can't have like one happy wedding scene like i guess they're like no we don't do happy weddings we only do sad violent weddings (laughs) (laughs) unless you're marrying your uncle unless you're marrying your uncle that's right that's right uh speaking of uh we have young rainera played by millie elcock and she is one person who just like in the show she knows who she is and like isn't gonna change 
for anybody or yeah. any situation through this whole thing. Yeah. I, I loved Millie, by the way. This girl deserves an Emmy. She killed it as Rhaenyra. So good. And all her costumes were badass. One of my personal favorites is the one she wore to the tournament. Yes. With that dramatic, huge collar. Oh, yeah. That that's a badass costume. I just fell in love with it immediately. That's a great one. I also loved the one she wore to the hunt. Where mm -hmm. I was gonna say the same thing. Yes, because it's like it's so strong but so feminine in her. It's like perfect. Yeah. And then when she's all bloody and like <laughs> Oh yeah. Ooh, that's a good scene. That is a good scene. <laughs> I love it. And she sees like the white stag and she totally yes. is like, Yeah, yeah, get out of here. I'm like, this yeah. is badass queen energy, everyone. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> and, and the badass queen energy continues with her investiture. Uh Jenny told uh Grazia that I was inspired by the Moroccan bride when I was designing for the Rhaenyra investiture costume, I found an old image and I, and she had very long earrings and something on the head. That image just stayed with me. I wanted the dress to look quite frail. We see her getting dressed and I want the first image to be of a girl. After that, she put the cape on and I wanted the cape to look heavy. It actually was. But putting the cape on, she put the whole kingdom on top of her shoulders. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, it's that costume is so stunning. And I totally see that too with the cape. It is so heavy. She has mm -hmm. a whole kingdom on her shoulders. Kind of. I mean, it gets ripped off of her. But in that moment, <laughs> she has the whole kingdom on top of her shoulders. <laughs> she does. And I love the... Moroccan inspiration. She said to Tattler that it was the second hardest um, costume was Renee's coronation dress because she wanted it to look antique for the time and something that was cultural but not too recognizable. She said their world is completely fantasy and it's difficult when you're trying to create a unique, antique, and special dress. So it's like, this was supposed to be, like, a passed-down piece. And she was like, oh, you know, we don't really have, like, a visual history for um, for this kingdom. So she was like, gotta make this look old, but still part of the world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this might be one of my favorites. It's definitely up there. Oh, mm -hmm. a potential one costume to rule them all for Emily. Potential, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because it is. It's just like, I love it too because in this moment, she's like completely deciding who she wants to be. And like, there's no going back for her after this. Yeah. Um. Also, a scene there's really no going back from is her, her first <laughs> wedding. <laughs> her first. Her first wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and in this scene i feel like you can see a lot of like the byzantine inspiration janine had she said to grazia it was important to think about the byzantine time because the gold means power the rubies and emeralds as well everything means wealth and i feel like before the whole like <laughs> fight breaks out 
Like her father's whole plan with this, because it was supposed to be like, what, seven days like leading up to the wedding? Something like that. It was going to be a party week in King's Landing. <laughs> a party week in King's Landing was supposed to show them like, hey, we're wealthy, we're powerful, like no, you're not happy. She's going to be your next ruler, but everything's going to be okay. And I feel like that's really what this this outfit shows, even though it wasn't supposed to be her wedding gown, though. It's very bridal, especially as we <laughs> know it. And I love the like the cape that's supposed to be the one he puts on her shoulders with the um with the Valarian crest and the Targaryen on the same cape. I loved that. Yeah, it's such a cool element. It's so beautiful to look at. And I love the way that the black and the blue work together. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do love House Valarian and House Targaryen together. Yeah. They're just like a good group of people together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved that <laughs> eventually wedding dress that she wears. Um, just the text on it was so beautiful. And it just looked, she looked so young, but also so queen alike i don't know it was yeah. great but that whole episode yeah. i was stressed i knew it was a <laughs> wedding episode and i honestly barely remember like the first 40 minutes because i was just like oh no there's a wedding. what's gonna yeah. happen <laughs> yeah. I, almost, I almost wish they had left in like allison's wedding and just made it like a nice wedding so that like mm-hmm. when this comes, it's like, oh, maybe things are going to be OK. We had a wedding. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. um, but once Give us a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but maybe it was too obvious. Like they knew that we would see that. They'd be like, OK, we gave them something nice. Now it's about to go south. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what I do love about this dress, though, is because like. The Valarians are all about like being semen, the ocean. This dress like has like that like netting. pattern on it so i'm like oh that's like the valarian then it has all these like like gold details and rubies and that's targaryen and like i love that through all the pieces of this costume like she's communicating like yeah she's joining house valarian but she's still a targaryen who's going to be your ruler especially with the cloak because in the game of thrones when sansa gets married to Tyrion. And they have the cloak with, like, the lion head on the back to be like, nope, she's a Lannister now. With this cloak, they're kind of saying the opposite. They're like, no, she's always going to be a Targaryen with the Targaryen and the Valarian crests on here. I mean, potential wedding ideas for myself, honestly. Like, I'm loving this idea. (laughs) It's so cool. (laughs) Also, that necklace. Oh. I just want to give a little shout out to that necklace because I was (laughs) Yes. Gorgeous. The jewelry game in this show is next level. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, man. Before we go to break, we need to talk about Sir Kristen just Uh, real quick. Let's get over with. (laughs) Sir Crispy. Um, Yeah, Sir Crispy. Um, He had his fool. We all loved him the first couple episodes, didn't we? Yeah. (laughs) It was like a full 180 on my feelings for Sir Crispy. Yeah, I've never not liked a character so fast from like one single episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Lack of communication (laughs) once again. Uh, Also, he just couldn't handle rejection, I guess. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the understatement. Yeah, that's that's all all it is. He just couldn't handle rejection. (laughs) 
Um, but Sir Kristen wears the armor of, you know, the King's Guard and protecting Rhaenyra. And I just think it's a good moment to shout out all the King's Guard armor with the white cloaks. Yes. Um, it's yes. a very solid armor. It sucks seeing it on Kristen. But anyone else who wears it, I'm <laughs> like, that is some badass armor. It absolutely is. And it's like, it's elegant yet practical. Yeah. Like, I like that, that part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I love that the cloak detaches. I don't know why, but I just... Right. So satisfying to me. <laughs> when one of the characters at the end, like, just pulled his cloak off, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, how did I'm he like, do oh. that? Yeah. <laughs> was this magic? They can take him off? Yeah. Is there a zipper on there? How? Velcro, perhaps? <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's cool. <laughs> but... Are you ready for a time jump after our break? Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break so our characters could age up 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> m- multiple times. Like 50 kids. 50 kids. Age up two or three times. Uh-huh. A divorce, a wedding. Yeah, all that. Let's take a break. Hello, Blogcast listeners. It's Elizabeth Joy Glass, co-host and producer of the Art of Costume Blogcast. If you're like me, you love to show your support with a comfy tea or tote bag. Well, now you're in luck and can show your support for the show and grab some sweet merch by heading over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. There you can buy some awesome tea Public merch with the Blogcast logo, such as a shirt, sticker, tote bag, and a baby onesie for all your little costume mavens in the making. Thank you for all your support and head over to the Art of Costume slash pod store for all our great merch. Are we ready to talk about House Valarian? Yeah. So ready. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I want to be a part of House Valarian. All right, I'll just say it. Princess Rhaenys is my favorite character, and I just love her. And oh, I want to no be wherever doubt. she is. I love her. Fair. Fair. <laughs> she's my new, she's my new ride or die Cersei Lannister character. Good. Um, wherever she goes, I go. I like it. I like it. This is a better choice for you as well. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cersei oh. Lannister. <laughs> I miss Cersei. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Spencer. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was definitely intelligent. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Let's talk about House Valarian. Um, I am a big fan. They just, I love how they know how to make an entrance. They do. And their, their costumes are always to, you know, the gods. <laughs> <laughs> um, going all the way to like, you know, Rhaenyra's wedding with Lenor, uh, mm-hmm. when they all walk in that massive group of Valarians, I was sold. Yes. They're just so badass. <laughs> the black and gold they had going. It was like, yeah, perfect. Right. Especially Lenor, his wedding outfit. I was like, yes, sir. You understand <laughs> that like Lenor was a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, his wedding outfit was 
was nice. I think all of the Valyrian textiles just feel so regal to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like um, their house keeps more of like a Valyrian look to them too, because they're just like out doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I especially love the blue. All the blues look yeah excellent. Because they're of the sea, which is also cool. I'm like, I I love this of the sea moment. All the blues. Um, Lord Corliss is such a baddie. I know yes. that he has like some hit and miss episodes, especially when he like has like a mental breakdown and goes to war for like so many years and leaves Renice alone yeah. and comes yeah. back all injured and be like, what happened? <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I just, every time I see him, I'm like, this is excellence. He's a cool guy. I want to be on his team. I'm so glad he chose uh, Rhaenyra's side in the end because <laughs> that would have been bad for yeah. me. <laughs> I love that. Born. Yeah. <laughs> I love that uh, Rhaenys was like, no, 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 no. Because he's like, you know what? You're right. We should stay out of things. And she was like, uh, no, not this time. Just like, <laughs> bitch, I just broke my dragon out of... <laughs> We're too late. We're past that. We got to pick a side. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is the one time we can stay out of it. You didn't listen to me all the other times, but you're listening to me now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then uh, Lord Corliss and Rhaenys' uh, daughters, too. I was just Ooh. like... Everyone in this, and then eventually Damon's daughters too. There's lots of daughters happening. Icons. I love when she just goes after Damon. She's just like, hey, I'm single, you're single. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? (laughs) You're low key unstable. (laughs) You're low key unstable, but you'll let me ride a dragon. So. Let's get this. I wish we saw more of her. Yeah. She seems like such a badass character. Right? When she stepped in front of the old lady grandma dragon, I was like, no, <laughs> please. I don't. <laughs> please, no. <laughs> what is Are people calling her like Meemaw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meemaw dragon. <laughs> Meemaw Vagar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. A uh, special uh, yeah. request to HBO: No more traumatic birth scenes. I've had enough. Oh my gosh! Right, <laughs> like, that was what this scene was. <laughs> I've learned so much about childbirth <laughs> this past <laughs> ten weeks that I don't. No more. I'm good. Um, who I wish had not gone quite yet, King Viserys. <laughs> well, he does oh. not. While they do not change actors for his age up, um, he starts looking rough. He starts looking rough. Yeah. A little. <laughs> He's giving full on Gollum when he enters the cave for the first time in <laughs> Return of the King. <laughs> I love the series. It was so hard seeing him wither away. But when he's at the end of his life and he walks into the throne room ready to put some haters to quiet and he's wearing that gold mask i mean i was just like such chills i got and also another underrated costume moment for viserys is when he's in his deathbed and he's wearing like this really dramatic golden robe with this big like Mm -hmm. like golden cuff (laughs) like he's serving right now in his deathbed (laughs) he looks good (laughs) yeah that was that gold mask moment was badass. Oh, it was. And I was like, he does all of this the day the day he dies. 
And then you you still are like, yeah, let's just overthrow the daughter. <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> let's believe the lie that on his deathbed a couple hours later, he changed his mind. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Psychotic. Yes. <laughs> but I also was like, Viserys is not time for story time. We already get it. Jon Snow is going to save us one day. We need to let this go. <laughs> um, also, Elizabeth, this is what I wanted from the Phantom of the Opera, is what Viserys was giving in this final episode. <laughs> you wanted, this is what you wanted? <laughs> yes. I think the Phantom mask looks cheap. This is what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, but the Phantom is like a lonely guy in a flooded basement, Spencer. He doesn't have the resources that King Viserys does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't have that Targaryen money. No. Whatever, I guess. <laughs> I will say I thought Viserys was going to die like six episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Every every episode for like six episodes. I was like, okay, he's dying this time. <laughs> This is it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. After Rhaenyra's wedding and it shows, you know, the preview for next week after yeah. like the 10 year time jump or whatever. And I saw Viserys sitting there. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> You're like, are you serious? <laughs> How is this man still alive? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. That, that was crazy. Uh, he was definitely still alive and uh, raised some very questionable children. Right. How did he go so wrong after going so right, you know? I don't know. I don't know how Allison on her high moral horse let two of her children get married. I I don't know how any of this happened, and I wish there was explanation. (laughs) So at this point in the show, we're at the Team Blacks versus Team Greens. Um, So let's start with the Greens. Allison and all of her children... And her very questionable father. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, older Allison, she does get some like pretty badass style, mm-hmm. especially now that she's found religion, is yeah. what she said. But like, <laughs> she starts, okay, hear me out. When she finds religion, she starts to bring in a little bit of that Cersei influence to her costumes. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. A little bit more structured, a little bit more, a little bit more frightening. Like I wouldn't want to be left in a room with Allison because she's so like intense. Is she gonna have Sir Kristen <laughs> bash my head in? She feels unhinged. <laughs> is she gonna give me some juicy gossip? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> go either way (laughs) no I do love older Allison's style like she just like she looks so good she looks she like updates her wardrobe to look very regal and queen like and expensive she's like yes I'm the queen before she was like oh I'm just the king's wife but she's like no I'm the queen and you all are gonna listen to me yeah uh, the actress who plays older Allison even said that too. She said at one point she just was referring to herself as Viserys's Viserys's wife, and she's like, "No, I'm the queen of Westeros." And she really picks that up in her costumes in the second half of this season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love how just through the costume you can tell how different her sons are. <laughs> 
What is with Amon Targaryen and being like a full-on anime villain with the <laughs> eye patch? <laughs> he looks like someone you would see in like Cowboy Bebop or something. Oh He's scary. <laughs> I don't know, but I think he saw some portraits of young Damon and was like, yes. <laughs> like he heard about him yeah. slaughtering all those people when he was like the head of the gold cloaks. And he was like, yes, that is the energy I need to become king. My icon. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, yeah, that Damon is definitely his inspiration. Yeah. Um, I just also love his stares. He tries to blend in. There's one scene where he wears like a hood around town mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be in disguise. Yeah. And everyone's like, I know it's you, scary guy. Like, scary stay, guy. Away. <laughs> stay away from me. Scary guy with the eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Only so many people. Yeah. Yes. He always looks ready for a fight. Like all his clothes look like some sort of armor. Uh, Unlike his brother, who just looks like the spoiled, wealthy brat that he is. Gives very much Joffrey energy. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Like spoiled, like drunk all the time. Yeah. Just like frat, frat boy energy. Yeah. It's weird. He like had a weird moment right before he was crowned king where he was like, I really don't want this. And I was like, we're on the same page. Like, let's let this man go. Yeah. I felt so bad for him for a second. But then once we get to the coronation, which we'll talk about in a little bit, when he gets that sick ass, you know, crown and outfit and the big sword, he was like, okay. I kind of yeah. like well, it. Well, anybody's, anybody's <laughs> going to go along with that. Like, let's get yeah. real. Honestly, I would have too. I'd be like, all right, like, let's start finding my sister, I guess. And we got to bring her to justice. Not <laughs> not the sister I married, but the sister that we need to have killed. Yes. <laughs> Your half sister <laughs> slash aunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only child of hers I do feel sorry for is the daughter, though. Right. She's like, I just want to be here and have my premonitions and, like, not be involved. She gives full on, like, Luna Lovegood vibes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love her little speech. Her little speech at the uh, at the family dinner. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. It was cute. I bet you Janie was thinking about Luna Lovegood when she was doing her costumes. I bet you. Because, like, they're all very, they're all very simple, but they all have, like, something like a little bit interesting about them, whether it's, like, the texture or the jewelry she's wearing. There's always, like, a little something, but, it, it, like, it's still all very simple. Like, she doesn't really care that much about. And they're all, like, uncharacteristically, like, bright, too. Yes. Like, because Team Green is, like, very serious at this point. They're always looking like villains. And then there's the one daughter who's like, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. That's, like, what where I see the connection between her and Luna. Yes. <laughs> uh, who's this guy? Oh, you don't want to talk about the foot fetish guy? He's Not really, there. but he's here, so I guess so. <laughs> yes, we have to. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah <laughs> I hated him so much cause he like he might be my most hated character yeah Laris and Otto are like the two people responsible for manipulating Allison into her thinking that Aegon should be king like they are the yeah. two yeah. people solely responsible for that yeah yeah I also hate him too uh, but his costume to me 
says like he's like a shady guy it says that Mm -hmm. in his costume too how he's always wrapped in all these layers and scarves and like low-key hood moments he's just like that shadowy figure that you shouldn't be speaking with but then he wears like a little bit like sometimes brighter colors though to like almost throw you off your game but yeah He's he's messy. Don't don't talk to this guy. He's yeah, very I would messy. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel bad for Allison just because she like I mean she puts up with it because he's giving her information, but at the same time I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Just give me I feel bad that she's just so oblivious to what they're doing to her. Yeah. I I feel bad for her. I also don't know that she's a... I think she fully knows that she fucked up. Yeah. And her only direction is going forward with this. Yeah. I don't think she's enjoying it. She just doesn't see a reality where she could... Especially now that her son just turned her friend's son into a chicken nugget with Mima, the <laughs> grandma. Nugget. Like, I bet you season two is going to start with Allison being like, well, shit. Yeah. Look at all of you all. And now we have to go to war. And she doesn't enjoy it. No. No, and you can see it in her face too. Like she's constantly like got that look in her eye where she's like, "Like, how did I end up here?" Like, yeah, <laughs> she's Why? like looking back on it. Her uncle having sex every near it was not the worst thing never happened yeah. to me. <laughs> no, I could have handled that so differently. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Rhaenyra's ready to handle her life differently when she finally gets married to Damon. <laughs> The way we all wanted this is so disturbed. (laughs) Uh, Very problematic. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But uh, Janine told, uh, talked to Grazia a lot about their wedding outfits. Uh, She wanted both Damon and Rhaenyra to be wearing the same thing because she said, I wanted the same for both because I wanted them to be equal. She like also said about it that their wedding is an exchange of blood and very barbaric and archaic way of getting married and i wanted their robe to sort of equal that so she is like in this moment they are equals in this like barbaric wedding tradition (laughs) but they're also both very happy right (laughs) i thought it was such a cool scene it felt very just like traditional they came back to like the traditions of their house um wearing just this the colors on it are so beautiful because they're so muted and depleted but then there's like that slight red blood color to it obsessed so Yeah. yeah i also love like just the way they like they shot this scene and like the lighting in it it just like everything the costumes it all like really works together and you're like this is creepy but kind of (laughs) hot yeah (laughs) i think it's even creepier that they made all their kids watch yeah you know all these confused children they were all just like please can we go home true but like someone had to witness the wedding and like nobody was friends with them at that moment so (laughs) (laughs) they literally just had their children but this brings us to team black uh looking so good (sighs) so good all the time yeah emma drc who plays rainira at this point i mean an icon they deserve an emmy 100 percent yeah most of the people in this cast deserve an emmy 
Like, yeah, we're going to run out of enemies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I love Team Black because it's funny that they're called Team Black, but their costumes, they're they're like kind of edgier, a little bit more goth, but they're also something about Rhaenyra's kids are a little bit more, you know, because they have a different father. But they feel a lot more bright and cheery and homely. They give like stark energy, actually, to yeah, me. Yeah, that's because she raised them to be like honorable people, unlike Allison. Like yeah, she actually raised them to care about. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're dressed like the cool emo goth kids, but they're like the most honorable, nice people you could hang out with. <laughs> yeah, they're like those goth kids you're really afraid of. And then like you, you trip down the stairs and they're the first people to come help you up. <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> Like, I think they got that like parental affection and like love yes. that Queen Alicent and Viserys didn't really give to their kids. Right. No, they that is very true. Even Damon's daughters, Oof. he yeah. like he might not have been like in love with their mom, but like he really cares about them. Yeah. I feel like he was as in love with their mom as he could be yeah oh yeah like, <laughs> like he definitely there was something there and i think he was sad when she got crispied up by the dragon crispied oh up. yeah he he but, would have dragged her away if the dragon hadn't in that very moment like but yeah. also like he also knew he was gonna he was he was gonna be fine though yeah <laughs> which is sad <laughs> Um, and then House Blacks, uh, they combine with the Valarians in the end, too, which mm -hmm. I was so relieved about um, because I need Rhaenys on my team. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because she was very much like Switzerland for a while there. She was until she put on that sick armor and got Ooh. on the dragon. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think it's like when that night breaks her out, it's when she starts to like really think like okay, maybe maybe them being in charge is not a good idea if, like, one of their knights is turning against them. Yeah. yeah. But I do love how they just kind of consolidate and, like, just really have a cohesive look between all of them, especially with the daughters getting engaged to Rhaenyra's sons. Uh, they go from, like, the Valerian blue to, like, the, the black and red of the Targaryens. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> cohesion i like it this is messy <laughs> which technically they're all supposed to be valarians we tend to forget yeah but <laughs> they're just like some random house's son um. um, yeah so good i love all them i love the use of like all the black but then all the red accents the i love their continuity between all their costumes they're really experts at this they definitely are i especially like this last number from Rainies, the like black quilted velvet mm -hmm. with like the leather and like the metal detail. It's like it's so like she's like, I'm ready for this war. Like <laughs> she's not saying anything, but you can see on her face, she's like, pick me, pick me, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like fully pissed at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she's like, I couldn't be queen, but damn it, you're gonna be queen. <laughs> Yeah, it will not be Allison. <laughs> um, speaking of her badass armor, Ginny had a lot of fun with it. She told DeGrazier, I wanted something powerful but feminine. I had two female armor moments that were important. The first one is the one of 
Rhea, who was Damon's wife that was killed. And she was in a leather breastplate. And Rhaenys's armor is much stronger because Rhaenys is much bigger and stronger character. I wanted to give her a more important armor and I needed the shoulder for the cape. I think that the armor was very successful, but they're not so heavy because they're made with plastic. So it's not worse than wearing a corset, for instance. Can you believe that's plastic? That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) But Rhaenys' armor, I mean, when I saw her on that dragon, I was... I Elizabeth, you and I were on Zoom when we were watching this, mm-hmm. but I was muted so you couldn't hear me. But I was like fully freaking out the entire episode because I was like, please don't kill Renice, please don't kill Renice. She smashes out that armor and I gave like the <laughs> biggest high pitched scream. I was just so happy. <laughs> she looks so cool. Yeah. She looks freaking sweet. She does. And it's such a like, dang, things are about to go down moment. Like, it was the perfect way to end that episode, and she looked perfect for it. Yeah, she just looks at everyone and gives them, like, the look, like, you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) But you're going to live to see another day, unfortunately, (laughs) for you. (laughs) Yeah, that moment was, like, the perfect way to end that episode. And with that, all we have at the end is a king and a queen. (laughs) And who's going to (laughs) win? Who's going to win? We all know it's... Rhaenyra probably but I feel like there's gonna be no winners actually yeah, probably uh, all someone. losers but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> based on the history books <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah let's talk about these coronation looks uh, uh, let's start with the guy we don't like first which is Aegon <laughs> I yeah. will say Aegon's final look with that sick black crown this is what I want for my coronation mm-hmm. so yeah. I got I gotta give it to him. It was a good good look. There's no look. no question in my mind why all of a sudden he's like, I guess I could be king. I look yeah. fucking killer right now. He looks good. <laughs> good. He looks so good in that moment. I like that it's that like gray black like gunmetal color. Yes. yes. It's like not fully black, but it's almost there. It reminds me of Dragonstone, which is like part of the whole facade, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm, yeah. I'm Targaryen. Like, okay. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mom didn't manipulate you into being a high tower, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I honestly, I gotta say, I think I like Rhaenyra's look more because it's just, it's much more regal and like more what you would imagine somebody would wear to their coronation like his is scary hers is like soft but strong love that little like like yes she's in mourning for her child but she's got this great velvet red velvet like neck coming up the gold of her father's crown matches the gold of her like fasteners it's so perfect yeah that crown came out perfect moment because her look was ready for it Mm mm-hmm didn't she were didn't it come like while they were cremating her child? Yeah. They were at the funeral. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say it was like at <laughs> It was a very weird funeral for everyone who was present. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, uh, okay, I guess this is happening now. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. <laughs> With that, 
this brings us to the end of House of the Dragon season one. And now we begin the long wait for season two, which will be like 20, 20 years four <laughs> at the early earliest. <laughs> I don't like oof. I'm like, I'd be shocked if they got it out next year. Very happy. That's so shocked that like, yeah, there's no way it's going to be like two years. I'm not happy about it, but I think I saw an interview the other day from an HBO exec. You said like hopefully 2024 like it oh doesn't like it's gonna be like 24 25 they just need to halt all, all other productions till <laughs> <laughs> we don't need euphoria we don't no. need <laughs> we don't need whatever excellent documentary series they were planning on <laughs> we don't need it <laughs> yeah i can't wait i really hope Ginny does the second season Oh yeah, I feel me like too. she's. I feel like she's going to. In all the interviews, she was like, "I loved working on this." Yeah, I mean, this is an incredible project for her, and honestly, I think she's definitely going to be nominated for an Emmy for costume design. No question. Oh yeah, if not win, like we've had a lot of good ones this year, but I was like, "Oof, having yeah. to design for so many main characters, like the amount of times they switch actors, like." dang yeah. yeah honestly it's gonna come down in fantasy i think it's gonna come down to Janine and kate holly for rings of power and it's almost, oh. <laughs> the winner is gonna be whoever has the strongest marketing campaign <laughs> with all that amazon or hbo yeah. money like that's who the winner will be <laughs> it's, it's our own real life version of house of the dragon oh no oh no <laughs> oh no um first time first time ever there's a tie um <laughs> Yeah, let's just not even talk about it. I don't want to think about this horrible scenario. No, that's a, it's stressful thinking about that. <laughs> With all that being said, are you ready to play our favorite game? Oh, I don't know what I'm going to choose. <laughs> that's okay. We have time. We have all the time in the world. Hit it, Daniel. The one costume to rule them all. I guess I'll go first since I seem to be the only one ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> while Elizabeth and Emily are still thinking about it, my one costume to rule them all was Rainice's armor when she smashes out the floor with the dragon. Yes. Like I knew in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, she's alive. Also, I found my one costume to rule them all. <laughs> like there's a lot of emotions <laughs> happening. It's just so badass. And I love that the armor works with her sickening hairdo also. Mm -hmm. You could say whatever you want about the wigs of this show, but Rhaenys's is just laid perfectly. Yeah, it's just, I love that costume. I can't even think of a second place for me. It's all about Rhaenys's armor. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm so conflicted. But I have to say, I think my one costume to rule them all is Rhaenyra's investiture costume. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The red dress, the cloak, the headpiece, the earrings. Yeah. It all comes together. It's her stepping into like the role she's going to put first for the rest of her life. And it's kind of like the iconic look we all already knew was coming. Like, yeah. That was what they advertised with because they were like, yes, this is like an important moment. It's where she yeah. makes. It's on all the billboards in Los Angeles right now. Yes. <laughs> it's where she makes her ultimate choice. Gotta say, though, her her first wedding dress. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> like, 
everybody just know in general i'm not good with names and this season Same. of house of dragon just destroyed my ability <laughs> to recognize its name like spencer can tell you like i don't know how many times daniel has had to cut out me like <laughs> mispronouncing a name or t- giving someone the wrong name yeah. um, oh my God. i'm listening to the audiobook right now Oof. and keeping track of like everyone i've been listening to it while i'm driving and keeping track of everyone's names while Oof. i'm listening to the history is like a task <laughs> i can't imagine Ooh, yeah, I that should. sounds difficult yeah and, I should get the audiobook. Uh, don't tempt Elizabeth. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Emily. What is your one costume to rule them all? This is the moment. This is the moment. So I actually was deciding between three. The oh, two okay. you guys chose. Okay. And then the third was Damon's armor. Oh, Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. How did none of us pick Damon? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, right? I just... <laughs> It's because he wears several different armor looks, but they're like all just slightly different from one another. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like I might have to go with that one. I love your guys' choices, too, though. Right. And runner up, Allison's wedding look that we didn't get to see. Oh, right. Yeah. Right? That was in the back of my head. That was such a slay moment, HBO. Yeah. What's wrong with you? But you made me watch that guy with the feet. I'm so yeah. mad at like, you. Like, as soon as the DVDs are out, like, I'm not joking. Like, <laughs> HBO has my money because I need to see that wedding scene. Yeah. So good. That it was, probably would have added so much to humanity, humanity to her character. I think it yeah. would have. And I have to say, like, I love this season. It was perfect. I wish they had taken more time because I'm like a lot of what they just skipped over, I think, would have explained a lot about Allison mm-hmm. and Rhaenyra's like relationship. And I, th- I think they could have like held off on aging them all up a bit longer. Yeah. We could have done it a little bit slower. Yeah. Yeah. Because then we could have gotten more of Damon's wife really blanking on yeah. her name right now. <laughs> Damon's first wife? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, which one? Damon's second oh, no. wife. Oh, no. It's his second wife. <laughs> yeah. The one he smashed in the head with a rock or the one got <laughs> crispied by a dragon? Yeah. yeah. How did we all see that scene and we're still like, yes, he's going to be a great <laughs> husband for Rhaenyra. <laughs> I know. And then when he like starts to choke out Rhaenyra in the finale, and we're and all was shocked. Like, we're like, what is this behavior? <laughs> <laughs> like he straight up murdered his first wife. Yeah, with a rock. <laughs> this is why, like everybody, just like go re-examine why you like Damon so much. I certainly am. I'm currently doing that. Yeah. My problem, what's concerning me, is I really actually like Amon too. Like, oh, that is concerning. Oh, okay. That's concerning. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also, like, it's not uncommon. I've heard this from quite a few people now. Yeah, I've heard it. I mean, he's clearly like off his rocker, but at the same time, <laughs> you're at the at the same time you're like, I like it. Yeah, it's the eye patch, isn't it's it? The eye patch. It's the mystery. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> with that, that brings us to the end. Emily, thank you so much for being a guest host with us. It's so good to see you and have you here with us. Of course. It was so much fun. <laughs> We're going to have to have you back for something more fun next year, too. Yes, I would be happy to be back. I love it. <laughs> And with the end of House of the Dragon, it is also starting to come down to the end of year, everyone. We only have a few more episodes left. Uh, I know it feels like we just left Halloween, but it's the holiday season here at the Arctic Costume Broadcast as of next week. It's the holiday season. I'm so excited. <laughs> next week, uh, Elizabeth and I are watching The Grinch, a incredible costume film. Um, so I hope you all join us for that. I mean, let's be real. You're all at Target buying Christmas trees and gifts already. Yeah. So let's just not sugarcoat it. Let's just get right into it. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave us a voicemail at 626-515-1826. Tell us what your favorite costume was and why it was Rainice's armor. As if I don't do social media. And if you're missing us in between episodes, you can get some extra blogcast content from us at the Art of Costume pod on Instagram, at The Art of Costume on TikTok. If you want an extra episode each month, you can hit up our Patreon at patreon.com slash The Art of Costume. Uh, like you said, it's the holiday seasons. You got to get those gift lists checked off and get your favorite costume lover a Art of Costume Blogcast sweatshirt, t-shirt, whatever they like. Get it at theartofcostume.com slash podstore. And if you really loved us, we would really appreciate it if you left, left us a little five-star text review on Apple Podcast. Uh, in the meantime, bake some cookies. <laughs> it's that time of year everybody get in the holiday spirit yeah <laughs> nothing says holiday spirit like house of the dragon <laughs> yeah go on pinterest look up just put in the search bar house of dragon holiday cookies i'm sure something will pop up yeah. like get to it everybody <laughs> and have a wonderful week have a good week everyone bye The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. Or you can head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume for some bonus content. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. We have... Uh, our young, oh my gosh, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra? I, <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> I almost called her Rainies, and then I was like, hold on. Yeah. Hold on a second. That's not right. <laughs>